Wait, what? Wait, what? Where are we? What's happening? Oh, hey, hey, viewing party listeners. You made it to this podcast. You found us online. Hope you use the hashtag mini pod squad. Wesley and Katie and some cats. Watch in movies, eat in snacks. We're not sponsored by anybody. We don't even have a Patreon. We're just having fun. Welcome to viewing party. What's a test? Viewing party. Chitting all over your tatum! Doing party! It really is a work of art. <laughs> you first sent it to me, and I was like, I am in love, and I love the line about the no Patreon. Like, that's so specific to, like, the people who are in podcasting and media. It really is. We don't even have a Patreon. You no, know, that's just my favorite. We don't. And we you, don't have anything. And then the Channing Tatum, and I mean, it, it's... It could not explain or encompass your podcast any better. <laughs> and some cats. Especially because I just giggle through the whole background. That's it's perfect. <laughs> it's just people being crazy and Wesley's like, well, I'm here. <laughs> Katie's singing loudly for no one. And just like having a great time hanging out. Welcome to viewing party. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Hi, everybody. I'm Katie. Hi, I'm Wesley. And I'm Victoria. This is... Viewing party. party. Glad I knew yes. the name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you joined right in, right on time. Good job. We forget Yay. to tell people and then just oh, kind of see gonna, yeah. what they do. <laughs> I joined in. You came right on along yeah, there. I got the name right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Viewing Party. This is a podcast where we watch a thing, eat some stuff, and talk about it. <laughs> Not the movie <laughs> It. it. No. We tried that once, and it was horrifying, uh, and I cried, I, and there was a balloon in my room. Oh, I didn't <laughs> I, I forgot about that episode. I did not see that, and there should not have been balloons. We might need to clip out the part with the balloon scare and put it in yeah. our anniversary episode. I forget what, what actual movie did we watch for that, though. I don't remember, but I had seen it. Was it the Father's Day episode, maybe? Maybe. I, I forget, know. but all I know is you looked up and screamed because there was a balloon in the corner of your room. Why was, why? Why was it red? Because it was a heart. Oh, goodness. <laughs> it was like from like my my birthday. I remember or you like, like tweeted about that or something, or I saw that that was on social media, and I was like, why on earth would that she just have a red balloon though? It was crazy. I have ninety nine of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I said I'm ninety nine. I'm like, no, you're not. I'm ninety nine. You're not. In a dream, I am. Oh, <laughs> segway. <laughs> uh, hey everybody, it's wait the day that the podcast comes out. And yeah, it is. Something, uh, oh, should I do a Bachelor recap real quick? <laughs> sure. I'm do sure you want to do it. Okay. Do you want to do that? You got that for your program rec? Real quick. No, I don't want to recommend The Bachelor to anyone. <laughs> I'm about to start watching The Bachelor Winter Games, though, because one of my what? clients told this, me this to is s- real. Yes. No, I thought people of, were joking when they were no, talking no, no, no. about this. They brought in like bachelor contestants oh, from all over the world <gasps> oh, no. to like play sports and make out. I just thought this what? was it a like joke on the internet. Feels, that no. feels like an internet joke. Oh, oh no. It was happening during the actual uh, Olympics. Oh no. I'm really excited about it. 
uh, one of my clients is like, stop watching The Bachelor. That's trash television. You need to watch The Bachelor Quality in Quality content. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right no. now it's The Bachelor Winter Games. <laughs> he was like, it is. it's probably not as good. And this is also like a guy that was recommending it to me. He's like, no, seriously. He's like, 2016 season of The Bachelor in Paradise is best season of television ever. <laughs> like, wow. wow. <laughs> He's very serious about it. Um... Uh, basically, for all y'all who are keeping up on my version of The Bachelor, <laughs> as of this podcast coming out <laughs> officially, uh, he's down to two women. We don't actually know who it is because that episode is airing while we're recording right now. Right. But the Darn. Women, but last night was the women tell all that they are contractually obligated to tell you. Which, uh, is, <laughs> which we mention on next week's podcast because we recorded it yesterday. <laughs> Oh my lord! Okay, this is nothing. <laughs> this is very happened. Christopher Nolan of all of this timeline here. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I, I also watched don't it. watch it. I watched most I don't of it either, today. So it's fine. And then I fell asleep because I was like, "What's gonna bore me?" Oh, women talking for too long. I guess about nothing. Christopher Nolan feels the same way. Best parts <laughs> for real though. Best parts of the whole thing were they brought up that uh, one of the girls, one of the group dates that they went on this season was hiking. And one girl Hiking. was, like, fixing her hair the whole time. And then they came, you know, they, like, stopped hiking and went back to whatever romantic place they were at. And she was talking to one of the other women. And she was like, I felt like you were glam shaming me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> because she was like, why are you fixing your hair? You're trailing along behind us. We're trying to, like, get to where we're going on the hike. And you're concerned about your hair being pretty. <laughs> she was just like... Glam shaming. So the woman was just shaming. like, she's like, for the record, I'm pro glam. <laughs> this whole, whoa, wow. they like delved into like glam shaming and people had on shirts You're in the audience. Hiking. It was so good. People. She had. She was contoured for her hike, and everyone else had their hair up in ponytails. I mean, if there's a photo shoot at the end, maybe, but otherwise, no. She is a model, so she was. Maybe she thought there her was career, which is fine. It's all fine, but there was this whole big discussion. That was the best part for me, was this whole big discussion about glam shaming. That's fantastic. <laughs> t-shirts were in the audience that said, glam shamer bust. <laughs> was like, what is wow. even happening? Uh, that's the highlight of The Bachelor for me right now. <laughs> this show sucks so bad. <laughs> I got wow. that. But it's how I bond with my stepsister. <laughs> well, good. Uh, yeah. Awesome. There's a silver lining then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as far as Park and Wrecking goes, I would actually like to recommend Murder on the Orient Express that I watched last night. Yeah. I have a theme. There's a theme today of falling asleep because I <laughs> fell asleep and then I, like, had to finish it this morning. Oh. I, got <laughs> I got up and was like, oh, I should finish that movie. And I, like, hopped back up and, like, finished it. It's so good. <laughs> Oh, that audio! I'm so excited. Yes, so good. She got really excited. I didn't. So I knew it was about a train, and I knew it was about a murder, and I knew it was about. (laughs) And that's all I needed to know. How did you know? Be like, I guess I'm watching this movie. It's so good. The main character is uh, also the director. I forget his name, but he's Kenneth Branagh. I think. Oh yeah, he's great. Yeah. Oh my lord, he has. His character is very funny and very particular he about things. He plays Poirot, right? Yes, Poirot. And he... Uh, did you see it? No, it's based it's on a based Agatha Christie series. Oh, it's Agatha series. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Lord. I was like, how do you know about... Th-? Yeah, I mean, duh. Books. Everybody knows about books. <laughs> you read books. I watch movies. Yes. Yeah, 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 that's how I that's how it works. <laughs> this is how this goes. Victoria does both. I read more books. <laughs> I'm um, real bad at you movies. You listen to books. I so listen you're the to mid- books. So you're the connection between all of us. 
I did um, listen to that book. Yes. Oh my lord. They have his character is so wonderful, and I was like, I want to grow up to be this man, who is just straight up. Poirot. Like, he is, <laughs> no. He straight up is just like I am at the age where I know what I like and I know what I don't like, and I kind of abide to what I don't like, such as this conversation. <laughs> it's like, whoa. But he, the best part of the whole movie is they show him sleeping in his bunk, and he has a mustache guard on his face that he sleeps in to keep his mustache perfect. <laughs> oh, my God. And they don't say a word about it. He's just, like, He's, wearing a mustache, a mustache strap. Guard. And I was yeah. like, oh. That's the way I envision that character, actually. Yeah. I was like, oh, I want to be him. He's so perfect. I prefer Miss Marple. While we're discussing Agatha yeah. Christie, if they could make a like amazing star cast with everybody in Hollywood, like they did with Orient Express, yeah. but oh a Miss Marple blockbuster, yeah, that would be so good. That'd be so fun. Uh, we got to see Leslie Odom Jr. with hair, exactly, and he was in the room where it happens. <laughs> <laughs> he made it finally with a mustache. Did he survive? <laughs> I can't tell anybody. This is actually one of those movies that I won't spoil for everyone. Yeah, it's better Unlike if you Mother, don't. which I spoiled completely, but you, but she edited it out. You're smart. We're saving it. Woof! I spent 20 minutes talking about Mother. <laughs> it was like I ruined an episode where we weren't discussing no, the movie no. Mother. Nope. Uh, it's so good. Everybody, go watch it. Super is uh, underrated. It on DVD now. Because you yeah. stopped and finished it, it so be. is it streaming or something? Uh, yeah, it was like a downloaded okay. copy. Okay, because well, I'm like legally downloaded. It was everywhere. just still in theaters very recently. Yeah. Yeah. So. my parents went to see it. My dad was very approval. It's like, very, very approval. much approved. <laughs> it was kind of plaid. He read all. Of, he like read <laughs> right. all of Agatha Christie right. a few years ago. He went on a whole kick. But oh. I remember him telling me. <laughs> first, he was very happy that at the end they set it up for a sequel. So, oh. like, it had that going for it. Oh, yeah. Because it referenced, like, the next book because in the series. Because it's a movie. Right. <laughs> but also, he was, he told me there was a woman in the theater who sat, like, a row ahead of them and slept through the whole thing. And he was just like, why would you do that? It's an expensive nap. Like, why, mm-hmm. why did you come to the movies and sleep? Wasn't it exciting? I was on the edge of my seat. He I was very excited <clears throat> about the movie. I loved it. I was exhausted when I started it kind of late at night, and I was like, I'll prob- I figured I would probably fall asleep, but yeah. then I was like, I want to keep watching. I also have to sleep right now. My body was shutting off, and yeah. I was like, all right, we're going to pause this and then finish the last 30 minutes in the morning. The trick was, by the time I woke up and had dreamed through everything, oh, no. I woke up and was like, what's real? What actually ah! happened? <laughs> I don't know who he's talking about anymore. Katie went Daisy? into limbo. I did. Uh-oh. Every which, night. Which is just your, I was just about to say, that's just your dreams. That's just every day. <laughs> Anyways, so that's my parking rig. Nice. Murder on the Orient Express. <laughs> Ding. Ding. <laughs> what have you guys been watching? Um, the most recent thing I saw, even though it came out a long time ago, is Dunkirk because they re-released it for the Oscar season oh, because yeah. it was nominated. Yeah. And mom hadn't seen it, so I was like, "Hey, it's back in theater. You want to see it because it's a movie with planes and planes need to be seen on the big screen, yeah. not mm-hmm. on little TVs." So, I recommend it. I recommend that you pay attention to a really important part at the beginning. I totally did not yeah, comprehend. Did not get. And then my mom um is visually impaired, so we had to get like theaters have the audio description things that you mm-hmm. can get so mm-hmm. people who are blind can listen to the description of what's happening oh, so cool. they can kind of get both of them going on what at the same time. What theaters do they have this AMC. In? Probably all theaters should have them, wow. but AMC does have it. I didn't know they had this. Also, if you're hearing impaired, they have headphones 
for the audio so that you can control the hearing. So, oh my gosh. So for both, cool. those are available. That's so cool. So all of that, they gave us the wrong one. They gave us the <laughs> audio, or no, they gave us the one for the hearing impaired. And I was, and it wasn't uh. describing. I've seen the movie, so I quick popped out, switched them. But in that time is when that important that text important came thing up. Happened mm. and so she I had to quick. It. No, I had to quick tell her. I'm like, okay, this is really, really important that you know this. The thing that this is not a spoiler. The thing that's important is that there are three different timelines going on around the same event. I'm not exactly sure of the time denominations. I forget them exactly, but I believe it's like an hour, a day, and a week. Mm-hmm. And eventually, they all kind of merge together. Because Christopher Nolan cannot t- tell a story in a linear form. <laughs> um, why would you? But that's really important because otherwise you're nope. like, why is Killian Murphy in two different parts of the story? <laughs> Post and pre-trauma, but out of order. And it's it's confusing. Yeah, and, I couldn't figure it out. But anyway. So um, I fell asleep during I, that movie also. <laughs> I really didn't know what I would think of that movie because it comes across as a war movie. Yeah. But then I read an interview with Nolan about it, and he was talking about how it was more like a... He wanted it to be a very human story, mm-hmm. and it's more like a, a survival movie because they're just trying to get out and yeah. live. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I read that, I'm like, okay, maybe I will see it. And then I saw it, and I was like, I really didn't expect to like this movie that much. And I think it should win all the sound awards that exist. Yeah, that's what I've heard about excellent, it. Excellent, excellent sound. So that's my recommendation. And it is very on topic for today. Yes, it is. Ironically, that is literally the last movie I watched. (laughs) Other than Inception. I went to see Shape of Water yesterday. (gasps) Oh my gosh. It was so good. Oh God. It was so good. I'm so glad. Yeah, I'm really sentimental in this tent. I know. It's, it's it that happens in the tent. <laughs> <laughs> the blanket. But it was like sentimental. I was like, I don't think I've ever left a movie feeling like happily woozy about it before. <laughs> but I was like, oh. this is great. I haven't seen it yet. So it's so. probably gonna win Best Picture. It could. Right. That's like, like what it's definitely I'm... one of the ones in the running. But I was like, I came home and I tweeted about it and I was like, I saw the I, tweet. Now I understand what critics mean when they say it was intoxicating. Oh, wow. Because, like, you just leave, like, what did I just watch? I think I need to lay down. <laughs> I, like that. I like that kind of movie, generally speaking. Yeah. So I, I always probably feel like it. laying down after a movie, clearly, because I fall asleep during my <laughs> But, yeah, I was just like, whew, this was a really great movie. So Does it make you feel your feelings? Yeah. No, oh, I'll go ahead. Kind yeah. of. Yay! Great. <laughs> I mean, now, it wasn't, like... Does she actually fall in love with the fish person, or is it like just they have a great connection, like imprinted, like in Twilight? No, it's not like that. <laughs> it is not like Twilight. So it's like sexy love. What is it? That's the part yes. that I'm like, I don't know what yes. to do with it. Don't cool. define it. I don't know. It's, That's fine. You just have to. You have to watch I it. I just have to watch I, it. Yeah, I will probably and like, end up watching it's it. It's really for sure. It was really good. I really liked it a lot. I almost forgot that I saw it last night for some crazy reason. It felt like a dream. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> but no, I highly recommend it. It was good. Can you build a blanket fort inside a blanket fort? Yes. You should have a lot more furniture. I'm sure and they space. did that on Community. Oh right? yeah, when they had like the blanket fort entire world. Yeah, because what if you want to have, like, a private blanket fort in the big blanket fort? Yeah. So, yeah. You, we just need more furniture, taller furniture, and lots more blankets. Yeah. That's what I, I want to be a professional blanket fort builder. I need to start honing my skills. Mm-hmm. And a dream heist person? And a dream, <laughs> yes, a dream heist person. I don't know what the like, word uh, that is. No, it's good. I just need Thief? an architect. No. 
An architect would be great because they could like map out the blanket fort and then I could be, in, I don't know, supervise. You gotta be careful with the paradoxical blanket fort though. <laughs> <laughs> you do. It's real. It's real like tricky. mirrors in that the blanket fort. That would make fort. me so anxious. <laughs> oh man. Sorry, I was just thinking. See, that's what I do during movies and why I miss really important I details. I want to blanket fort mazes. I will. This is what I do is I watch movies and in the middle of the movie something will happen and it'll make me think about something else and then I'll start putting the characters in like an alternate universe while watching the movie and I'll come back to the movie and be like, oh shoot, what's going on I in the real movie? a whole conversation. I made up a different movie watching the movie. That is why I have such a hard time with everything. <laughs> because I'm like, hmm. Or, you know, kind of like being on a date and you're like, this guy's cute. I wonder what our kids will look like. Oh, you're talking about what? But work? Oh, shoot. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, great. And then I'm like, oh, no, I, like, made up a whole life, and he's telling me about his real one. <laughs> he this could be, world he is could not real. He could be telling real. me about, like, details about, like, and then I stabbed her with this knife. And I'd be like, hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was thinking about, like, I was putting you in a very different scenario. There. <laughs> That's fascinating. Do continue. Wow. <laughs> so I was on a date with Tom Hardy, and he explained how he murdered someone. I'd be like, I'm not telling. <laughs> <laughs> what are you on about? <laughs> what are you on about? <laughs> oh Lord. Um cool. On that note, let's talk about this movie that we watched because we're like spending a lot of time not talking about yeah. talking well, first, about not talking we should about have it. Introduced our guest. Oh yeah, this is Victoria. I'm a guest. <laughs> yeah. Hi. You've been the like unofficial <laughs> third host third host that we reference in lots of episodes. There's so <laughs> raising my eyebrows suspiciously at the microphone. No, so many it's always good to Victoria. But like I was talking to Victoria the other day, where we we're like, I watched this movie originally with Victoria. That's great. I feel like, like everyone has heard of you on our podcast. awesome. So now we're finally hearing so... you on the podcast. Hi, my fans. <laughs> She's real. She's I, not our phantom I'm girlfriend. Pro- I'm a projection. <laughs> oh no. Um, I. Reading a lot of books, <laughs> I listen to audiobooks, and so my podcast listening is really low lately. So I haven't heard the references about me, but I trust that they're great. They're all very complimentary. <laughs> We're always like, someday you'll meet Victoria, but for now, we'll Yay. just tell you about this. <laughs> so now you finally meet her. Here's Victoria. Is there anything that you want the audience to know about you? Um, I'm really partial to this movie, and I thought, man, when they, I don't know why they invited me to talk about a movie I love, because that might get really boring, because I'm just going to be like, this movie's so great! Whereas if I start talking about a movie I hate, I'm probably way more entertaining. Same. But. but that being said, we will remember that. Yes. There are, there's a huge selection, because I'm not a big movie person. What's a movie you hate, Victoria? What's a movie I don't hate? This one. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I refuse to think about that. <laughs> I don't have time for that. <laughs> I don't have time to pour energy into my hate. <laughs> Only my love. That, that's optimistic. <laughs> no. no, I, I, I love this movie. Um, I remember we, we were talking about this while we watched yes. it. We saw the trailer, probably different points, but I saw the trailer, the teaser for this movie, and if you didn't see it, it's like a normal teaser. It doesn't give you really anything to go on, no. except this one has just like buildings flipping over on each other and probably like some dramatic Stuff music exploding. and heist and <laughs> sentimentality like exploding and you're like what? lots of really yeah. intriguing visual effects but you're also going okay they, it's great that they have the technology to do that but 
what is the actual story that gives right. them reason to do it? I want to know why those buildings are sideways. Right. That Pretty is, much. That's yeah. why I saw the movie. Pretty much. That was also like a big... I love teasers because they're like, here's some stuff. Here's the people. Want to see more? And you're like, I think so. Yeah. I'll pay 12 bucks to figure out what on earth you're talking about. <laughs> and this was the last year I was in college, so I had spent four years not seeing movies in theaters. I just was yes. completely out yeah. of the loop, so I didn't know who any of the people were. I didn't know. I mean, I barely knew who Christopher Nolan was because I didn't watch, like, I was into Batman then even. Yeah. Like, other than, like, The Dark Knight came out, but I'm like, yeah, The Dark Knight, whatever. I didn't I didn't put all the I movies that he had made. I actually did see that one when we were in college. <laughs> I didn't put all of the movies that he had made together as his movies, so yeah. I just, it didn't click. And then I was like, oh, I'll see this Inception movie, and I left the theater like, can we go again? <laughs> I just had a huge realization. I saw that on your face. Movie. So when, we, I think you were with me when we first saw it. It was probably mm-hmm. opening weekend. I think. And my whole family went to see I'm it. I'm pretty sure I saw it. And everyone group. texted me like, we're going to see Inception, and it's going to happen while you're at work. And I was like, so of course I was working like two buildings over from the theater over at a, oh, yeah. uh, an unnamed uh, sports bar that we we're not sponsored by, and I was barely sponsored by while I worked. There. <laughs> <laughs> um, I might grab food on the way home because it's Tuesday wing night. No, it's Monday. Never mind. I don't care. Uh, um, <laughs> unnamed. I don't either. It's fine. I know where I am. I forgot what I did yesterday. Remember so your training. I haven't slept in days. Remember your training. Uh, um, <laughs> anyway, so we went to go see it, and I remember I, like, basically, I told someone, I was like, if you do all this stuff for me so I can leave work, then I will do all this stuff for you later. And I, like, convinced a kid <laughs> that I would actually help him out later, and I probably didn't. <laughs> and I was like, please cut all these potatoes. I need it. <laughs> so, like, Excellent. So I got over to the movie, and I got there a little bit late, and I didn't have a coat, and it was, like, cold that day anyways, and so I didn't take time to pee because I wanted to see the movie, and I was freezing. So I was sitting away from, in the row in front of my family, because my family's so big, they took up a whole row True. without me. So I sat in front um, by myself with my herbs crossed, <laughs> freezing, and had to pee the whole time. That's not a good context in no. which to see a movie. And it just occurred to me that every single time... We were watching this today, and every time that they showed a scene with the rain, I was mad. I was like, you had angry. To pee. And I was like, oh, why does this freak me out so much? I was just like, why am I so upset that it's raining? Half of the movie. Because I, I love rain normally. Yeah. I stood, the, it rained Saturday night, and I stood outside in it talking to someone because I was like, this just feels really it nice was out. Really nice. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Was I love being in the rain. Yeah. But the whole time I'm watching this movie, I'm like, God, I just hate these rain scenes, and I wish it was raining. <laughs> I was getting really upset about it watching the movie. I was like, oh, it's because I had to pee and I was freezing when I first watched this yep. movie and it was raining and cold. <sighs> A lot of built up stress there. A lot of inception going down. <laughs> so yeah, I just had that moment of like, oh, that's oh. why I hated the rain. <laughs> oh. Anyways, so that's how you incept someone. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> On today's podcast. <laughs> going to attempt to incept you <laughs> into the idea that this movie is perfect. Do we need you had, that you had all of the opportunity in the world with that, and I thought you were going to like say, this is the best podcast ever. <laughs> we're not on Columbus Alive's best of 2018 podcast in Columbus, but we could be with your vote. <laughs> You could write us in. We're on the second page. <laughs> Amazing. Now that's a good use of Inception. This is the best podcast ever. Go tell all your friends. <laughs> Let's do it.
going to be real creepy in someone's uh, headphones. Uh, <laughs> it's totally perfect. That's totally how I'm going to do our like ads at the end. Okay. <laughs> we'll uh, do it in NPR oh, hey. voice. Uh, so nothing happened. Where were you guys? We uh, kept talking the whole time. You missed out on a whole chunk of the podcast. Weird. <laughs> Isn't it interesting that you don't remember how you got here? <laughs> Fascinating. You don't know how you got into the middle of this podcast. Can you Stay remember calm. what happened before Remember this? your training. It's fine. Is your friend making you listen to this podcast against your will? He's probably trying to steal something from your subconscious. If so, call 911. <laughs> they Actually, won't believe you, but call it anyway. Oh, no. <laughs> All I can hear is girls giggling. <laughs> Uh, we watched Inception, if you haven't figured it out. I mean, if we haven't said it, I don't even remember. We did, I think. <gasps> Good, because... We watched Inception because we're talking about Oscar losers, and then when Wesley yes. t- told me that, I'm like, I was really offended that it was in the Oscar losers category, right? because in my heart, it's like one of the best movies. Right? But yes. I'm not the entire Academy... They did no. give it four, which is a lot. Yeah. yeah. They just didn't give it the ones the, I thought it deserved. The best picture, yeah. <laughs> well, I, th- I didn't even think, I don't even know if it was nominated for that. I didn't presume to think they were going to give it to give it best picture. Like an action Yeah. Movie. Like, I liked it doesn't what mean it's best picture. What did win best picture this year? Because this was a best picture nominee. 2011? So it would have been the 2011 Well, Oscars. Social Network was um apparently around that year, so who knows. Sorry. Um. <laughs> I'm like the only person I know that likes... Uh, what's his face? Mark Zuckerberg, actor. Um, I could picture Jesse him. Eisenberg. Yeah, I love him. I don't have a problem <laughs> with with the movie, really. I just don't know that it stands up against this one. No, but yeah. it was Oscar best. Oscar best. <laughs> it was. This was not. This was not even like Oscar who, like whatever. No. <laughs> Oscar who? <laughs> oh, oh, the King's Speech. Okay. Oh okay. yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That no. was Oscar bait. This was one it of was my. It was real good though. The movie was real good, but the book is the most boring piece of crap I've ever read. <laughs> <laughs> Can we swear on this podcast? That's, that wasn't swearing. <laughs> that I know. Was, um, <laughs> because I thought of it mid sentence, and I was like. Hmm. Technically, sometimes no, I do. But I think I quoted Jesus saying in an episode. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> yep. Gonna have to cut both of those. <laughs> cut that whole. I've segment gotten really of, like, good at sacrilege. just like eyeballing where the curses okay. are, though, because they're louder <laughs> and they, they, they show up visually. Yeah, there, yeah, this will work. Well, I thought of it mid sentence, and I was like, I'm gonna say crap. I really <laughs> didn't like that book because I saw the movie and I was like, okay, yeah, I, the story. Yeah, I'll read was, that. I liked. I like to read the books with the movies. Yeah. And I was like, how did they even flesh this out enough to make a movie? This is so boring. And I'm picturing, yeah, and I'm picturing Colin Firth, and I'm picturing Jeffrey Rush, who I love, and it's still really boring. I don't, I mean, it's a true, well, I mean, at least it's a true story. It's not very often that movies are better than the book. And it's not very case. often that the books are boring, yeah. and they made a successful movie out of it. Like so that was like weird. that's how I felt when I watched The Martian. Like mm-hmm. I read The Martian first, and I was like, eh. and then I watched it, and I was like, okay. That's I a more that's a good example because the the movie just like just it gave it more life. It. Yeah. It gave it more life. The book, it's not that the book was bad. Book it was, was just very math. technical because mm-hmm. of the person who wrote it, which made it not so engaging which I necessarily. I was right. engaged. I listened to it. I didn't watch it. Listening and I think that helps. helped me a lot. Yeah. I like listened to it while I was driving around a lot. And there were several moments where I was like, no way! But I also am like, <laughs> like I'm it just was, listening to math it's and statistics. But like also, yeah, it was crazy. I liked but having, I liked the movie better. But, yeah, and the I way like they them. they condensed some of the storyline. Yeah. There was one they also part. put Donald Glover in it. They did. And yeah. that was fantastic. <laughs> 
Do you remember me chanting through half the movie? I went. We went to see it together, and I was sitting there in the theater, and I was like, Donald Glover, <laughs> like waiting for him to show up on the screen. I was really upset at one point in that movie because they didn't give people tethers the way they were supposed oh, to, and I couldn't oh, unsee tethers. it. Yeah. Like, you went to this minute detail the of math tethers. and science and all of this stuff that, like, is extremely in-depth. just haphazardly throwing tethers around. But the <laughs> most not using them. basic thing is never, like, float freely. Like, oh, my If you've God. ever watched in a spacewalk, space yeah. they've got, like, two of them, and they always have one hooked, and they literally their hands are hooking the whole mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't, like, focus, because I'm like, he's gonna float away. He's gonna float away. Because oh, some so of us funny. actually watch spacewalks, <laughs> so in my mind, I'm, like, seeing this end so terribly, because he's not, he's not doing it right. Yeah. Um, this has nothing to do with Inception, but it's well, fine. But, yeah, that, that, movie was better than the book, but yeah. not by the same margin as the King's Speech. No. <laughs> no. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe they got an adapted screenplay um, Oscar because, wow, that was way better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't actually maybe. know who won that one, but... It was so good. It doesn't feel like... That was so long ago. This movie came out eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And Killian Murphy was such a baby face eight <laughs> years ago. <laughs> like, gorgeous, but also such a baby face. They definitely exfoliated everyone's lips in this movie because they looked perfect and kissable. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. Everyone. Yeah, that, that is true, Everyone. though. Everyone. <laughs> Even Michael Caine. Yes. Got it. I almost you got said Keaton. It was like, don't want to no. kiss him. No, thank you. <laughs> Sorry about your luck, Michael Keaton. I know you're an avid listener. <laughs> I'm yes. not interested. All the famous Michaels listen to our podcast. <laughs> Let's list Michaels. A new podcast called Michaels. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with the podcast. <laughs> I can't even think of any now that I'm trying to. Right? That's Michael B. Jordan. That's yes, a good one. Yes. Yeah, I literally am blanking on any other actor named Michael in the history of time now that I'm trying to think <laughs> right? of one. Yeah, like, well, we Michael J. Three. Fox, we got right? Yeah. <laughs> so far, we've got five. I really have no interest in this at all. That's the end of the podcast. I kiss half of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is not also a podcast about who Katie would kiss. But everybody in this movie would qualify for that, probably. It's quite a beautiful movie in many ways. Even the extras were perfect looking. <laughs> yep. But mainly Tom Hardy, Killian Murphy. So when this movie first came out, one of my favorite things that occurred socially was first women discovered Tom Hardy, mm-hmm. and uh, the world's been a better place ever since. I'm sorry, American women discovered Tom Hardy. <laughs> I'm sure everybody else in the world knew about him, but took us a minute. Thank you, Christopher Nolan. Though. Thank you. Thank we owe you. you. Thanks, Chris. Um, <laughs> thanks. I've been watching The Bachelor, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, I've been accepted into speaking like a woman. I don't know. <laughs> that had to happen like, via Inception? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't come naturally. I, and what was I talking about? <laughs> Tom Hardy being Tom discovered. Tom Hardy being okay. discovered by America. Yes, so... American women discovered Tom Hardy, and also American men discovered Tom Hardy yep. at the same time. And I was, I remember speaking to my boyfriend and my brother around this time about it. And somebody said something about Tom Hardy and I was like, which, I was like, you know, I like he was in Inception. He was the, 
the guy in like the pink shirt, and someone was like, "Oh, the guy with the big lips." Yeah, Rob referred and Rob to him was like, as yeah, lips. "Yeah, yeah, 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 the, the yeah, the lips." Guy. He referred to him as lips. Yeah, like the longest all time. Friend and my dudes brother. do that. Like yeah, that's how like, they know who he is oh, until yeah. he became a Batman character, and yeah. now they just refer to him as that. And Bane, Bane yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, Bane, and I'm like, you or like maybe the Mad Max character, maybe yeah. Right. But and they're like, oh yeah, the guy with the lips, and I'm like. <laughs> You and I'm like, yeah. noticed his lips? <laughs> and I don't know why I missed it. Like, I was really into Joseph Gordon-Levitt at this moment. You were. And yeah. I was yes. like, mm, what? So then I watched it a second time and was like, oh, oh those lips. He's also playing one of the actually interesting characters. <laughs> For as much as I love this movie, the character development could use a little bit of refinement. Um, sure. Namely, all of them. But <laughs> Eames, Maul was fine. Eames, <laughs> Tom Hardy's character, is like the funny one. And like, there's, yeah. he's, he yeah. adds some interest where there may be lacking some in the character development. Yes, so great. So character-wise, I'm like, yes, he's the funniest, he's the best, and also he's the pretty one. <laughs> no, no, and also. Also, it's the first time we've seen Killian Murphy not be a sociopath at that time. Yeah. Yeah, because the other movie that I he really was in Red Eye. Red Eye. Oh, <laughs> you see Red no. Eye? Can I, can we ruin, I think it's been out for like it's 12 years. It's been out years. forever. He's really, I'm not going to watch it. It's fine. He's real Dude, intense. It's another movie on a plane. I don't remember what, I don't remember what is going on. He's I just remember like, that someone gets stabbed with a pen. Oh and dear. I was like, I don't remember I exactly, but he's like <laughs> blackmailing or something, trying to get this girl to like go yeah. along with the kidnapping or something. Or oh, I don't know, yeah, yeah, yeah. something with he Rachel like, McAdams. It's one terrible. of those moments where you like are like, oh god, he's this threatening could to a family member's life or something, and she has to do what he says. And, and there's just there's sitting a pen. on a plane, like you just sit down next to this super hot guy in a plane, and next thing you know, it's like worst situation you can't leave because you're on a plane right, right and he's in total control of everything outside of your like in your life outside of the plane he has control over and he's like now you have to do what i say and you're like Ugh. and also and you have to be quiet because you're on a plane also he was scarecrow <laughs> in batman begins yeah so like up until inception he really hadn't been in the the major american movies as anybody but a crazy person mm-hmm. and Super so now he's just like the guy who's like unfortunately the reason or the way that Cobb is going to get his family access back. <laughs> yep. They just sort of use and manipulate this man's brain and let him go on his merry way. Um, but he's he looks real beautiful with his business cheekbones. Exactly. Cheekbones. You can't see Katie. He's at the like, but she's like <laughs> petting her own cheekbones right now. You can cut butter. <laughs> I've also get a baguette and smack his face. It would probably like split in half. Wow. I was gonna say something and I don't remember what it was. Can you top baguette smack? <laughs> Can you top baguette smack? I don't know how I feel about baguette. Or that Photoshop that oh yeah, that's gonna go on the Instagram. <laughs> I remember. I remember. I remember what I was gonna say. There's no baguettes though. Oh. The weirdest, kinkiest thing I've said. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> Smacking him around with the packet. <laughs> we promised you guys giggles. <laughs> we are delivering on that promise. No, I'm just like I'm going too far with it. It's it's anyway, it's already too far. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say the other thing I would recommend, since we have an audience, <laughs> is Peaky Blinders, a TV show on Netflix. Oh yeah. And the reason I was like I should recommend this with a caveat, because anybody who is interested in seeing Killian Murphy be the lead in a TV series, you have to get past like the third episode. It is the slowest, unfortunately, paced 
pilot and a couple episodes. <laughs> After that... Mad Men took to, like, the okay. end of season okay, one. True. And then <laughs> yeah. you were like, oh, I guess I should watch this show. Much, much like that, though. Yeah. Once it starts, it is four seasons of, like, I can't stop watching the show. I need to know mm. what's going on. And so I've been watching him be, like, a British gangster who's, like, super... He would, yeah, I like, can he's see the him being lead. a really he's, great gangster. He's wonderful. But then I go back to Inception where he's just, like, basically the ingenue. And I'm like... I don't know Aww. what I'm experiencing anymore. Because <laughs> I'm used to him being, like, the the mafia leader, basically. Yeah. And being all grumpy. He literally never makes any expression except grumpy in that whole show. And it's beautiful. He smacked the baguette. He smacked the baguette. Also, Tom Hardy's in that show. I love him so much. And he's got a really epic beard. And he's kind of the element of chaos where he just comes in and says things. That sounds awesome. And then people have to respond and they're very confused and then he's gone. And it's, it's I, ideal. I like to think that's just how he is in life. I think he's <laughs> improvising. I don't think there were lines written for no. him. I'm not even sure they cast him. They're like, so we have <laughs> like, so well, Tom on set to so. see his friend Killian and so we'll just put him in costume. And they just let him go. And it was, it's beautiful. And yeah. I, I knew that he was going to be in this most recent season, the fourth season. But like, I was in like the fourth episode and he hadn't showed up. I'm like, where is he? He finally showed up and I started screaming. I was really excited. (laughs) Excellent. He's wonderful. Uh, Do you want to briefly walk us through the plot, Victoria? Of Inception? Of Inception. Well. As um, best you can. Which is probably the best. (laughs) um, I can't tell if I want to do it seriously or not because it's I don't know. Okay. Um, well, Killian Murphy. <laughs> we're going to make it funny, so. No, make it funny. Yeah. <laughs> just going to ignore we're not, we're ignore the main character entirely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Leo's in this. We forgot about oh, him. Oh, yeah. This, that's a thing. I It was the first movie I ever saw with Leonardo DiCaprio in it that yes. I wasn't like, will you please just stop? Like, that I wasn't oh my God, thinking stop. about Leonardo DiCaprio. I walked right, out of that right. movie. We had this conversation yes. like years ago. Like, oh, my God. He was in it, and I wasn't upset about it. I wasn't distracted by it it was yeah. fine he was such a good he did such a good job in the role I wasn't sitting around like alright Leo dry your tears <laughs> no I you was, know what's eating Gilbert Grape I was Grape. very sad <laughs> for his character and it was he was believable and it was wonderful that said I still want to talk about the movie with ignoring him completely <laughs> uh, Killian Murphy is just trying to get on a plane <laughs> to go to like his father's funeral or something he's on a very long flight can we just talk about the plot from the perspective of each character? Yes. Of just like, Killian Murphy's just trying to get on a plane. He's just That's it. on That's a plane. That's his plot. Yeah. And this guy bumps into him and he drops his passport, but in reality, like, that was a farce because they just wanted to drug him, which is really rude on a plane <laughs> in first class. How rude. And he's just, he's really you stressed. You couldn't even enjoy first class. His dad just died. He's just having a really terrible week and everyone's harassing him and in the subconscious. And then he's in a bar and he doesn't know how he got there. And it's got this weird gravity thing going on, and it's raining, and Katie's very upset it's raining. It was raining horizontally. (laughs) And then this Leonardo DiCaprio guy just shows up and tells him, like, you were trained for this. They're trying to break into your subconscious. Do you remember how you got here? He's like, oh, yeah, I was being kidnapped, by the way. And he's trying to figure out this code that is somehow important, and it's actually nonsensical numbers, which is important to Cobb. Five, two, eight, four, nine, one. Yeah. That might be the first time you've just remembered numbers. <laughs> I remember weird numbers. Useless like, numbers. I remember, like, I got home at 12.48 p.m. Just in case someone uh, had a murder around I me. Still I still remember know. the it's combination true. to my high school locker Whoa. lock that, like, 
Why? <laughs> I don't know the combination to get into work. <laughs> I'm always knocking on the door like, can someone let me in? I don't know this keypad. <laughs> but I can unlock Killian but Murphy's subconscious keypad. <laughs> my keypad for my phone is a Hamilton reference. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't remember the numbers. I type in like words and that's how I remember stuff. Anyways, five two eight four nine one. Cool. She can unlock his brain, but it's not her first, job. It's the first time I've watched this movie and paid any attention to the numbers that he was saying ever. Oh, I actually I f- knew them. Because I finally <laughs> realized, like, oh, those are the hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, detail. Uh, Which in, his brain came up with. In dream number one, Killian Murphy, like, made up some numbers. Mm-hmm. I guess. He, he I was know. just saying them because he had a gun to his head. Right. He just said five, two, eight. Four nine one, right? Yeah. So he said those numbers, and then they go to like hotel and dream number two, and uh, they're like the hotel numbers that they're working with are five two eight and four nine one. And every time I've watched this movie, I'm like, who the hell made up a hotel where five two eight is it directly above four nine one? Like, how does that even make right. any sense? Ariadne did it, and. Right? And I was like, oh, it's because those are the numbers that just keep following them down the dreams. I didn't piece that together till this time. I was like, who made this hotel? This is stupid. There's a lot of those kind of details in in this movie and in the movie that's similar, Interstellar, that you're like, the the more you watch it, you're like, oh, Oh, I see. Did I even watch it the first time? (laughs) (laughs) The first ten times I watched this. So there's a lot of those, like, oh. I, I do warn seen people when they're about to watch Interstellar. I'm like, you might want to watch this movie in thirds. Oh, God. That one. I'm like, there's that this one, one third, and then there's a second third, and then pause when you find Matt Damon, because that's a whole other Ooh. third of the movie. Like, don't. I like, also. You want to stop at Matt Damon and then continue, because it's a different movie after that. You got to warn people <laughs> with, like, a major disclaimer on that movie. I love, I do love that movie. I wasn't prepared to love that movie nope. either. I was like, well, it's space, but it has a lot of actors I don't like, but it's Christopher Nolan and Hans Zimmer, so I'm mm-hmm. probably going to like it. And then I was, like, in love. Incest. Incest. Incest? Oh. That's scary. That's not what we are. <laughs> I like how you tried to make a different word and you just made a word that already exists. <laughs> I was obsessed, but I was thinking about interstellar. Backwards. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Interstellar. Okay, so Killian, yeah, so Killian Murphy's just trying to get on a plane. He got drugged. Now he's asleep. Now that he's is, asleep. And then Technically, that's his whole movie. There's this whole right. time, and then he gets off the plane... And then he sees the guy from his dream role, weird, let the baggage claim. But he's like, whatever, I have a lot of things on my mind because I got business cheekbones. And I gotta go do businessy things and split up my father's empire. Business. Business. <laughs> and that's the movie, and I don't know yeah. I don't know why it's so hard for people to understand and follow. That's the entire movie. That's it. Killian Murphy goes on a plane, falls asleep, wakes up, destroys, like, splits up his father's empire, becomes his own man. I mean... I'm sure people have had really in-depth, crazy dreams and then woken up and made a decision after. I have. Right, so that's not an implausible thing. <laughs> About my soulmate and the manatee guy. Oh, we had that whole oh, conversation Lord. in this blanket fort. Yeah, still no updates on the manatee man. Uh, oh, at the zoo? No, here's the update. A friend of mine went to a party and he was there and she didn't. Tell him about me. What? So she's a terrible I was going to say, but what kind of friend is this? Listen, Steph. <laughs> you're on, you're on the, the, the... Probation list. <laughs> yeah, you're on probation. <laughs> friend probation. 
so this movie from Tom Hardy's perspective is I'm having coffee in Mombasa. This old friend shows up. People just start shooting everywhere. I know. I hop in a car, and now I'm hanging out in the dreams of my friends. And then, <laughs> and then this guy, Cobb, didn't tell me that, oh, there might be a little risk to this. You don't wake up like you normally do. Yeah, if you die, you die. <laughs> <laughs> if you Plot twist. If you die, you actually die this time. And he's like, what? If you, if you <laughs> die in the Matrix, you die in real life. Oh, also I have to hang out with this super cute guy that I don't like named Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> so I know Katie loves Joseph Gordon-Levitt. We do. And I know Wesley does because she had like a themed thing. About Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, yes. That was one of the reasons why this podcast yes. exists. Yes. Is because so, we had a movie night. Yes. It was Sloppy Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, my God. It's good. And it so good. I made Sloppy Joe's and we watched Joseph Gordon-Levitt movies. So, yeah, that said, I knew you guys loved him. And I was thinking about the movie today before I watched it. Like, driving over here. And I was like... Oh, yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in this movie. (laughs) There's just so many other people that you forget. I have a hard time looking past business cheekbones. I I forgot, and then I was like, oh, yeah, they like this movie because he's in it. Baguettes make it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what else to do. I got distracted. I mean... So, so what's Joseph Gordon-Levitt's, like, he's, character? He's just rolling his eyes so hard the whole, yeah, like, yeah. first half of the movie. He's like, oh, my God, can we can we not? I felt so bad for him in the first heist that he, they're trying to do. What's this movie like for his character? Because he's just at work, and his co-worker's, like, wife just keeps showing up and wrecking their job. <laughs> oh, yeah. If this was real, like, you'd yes. be so freaking mad. Like, is this yeah. you? Can you imagine somebody's just like wife shows up at work and is like you're cutting hair and someone's wife comes up and just like buzzes through your haircut <laughs> and you're just like you'd be pissed for real Molly <laughs> you'd are be you so can you mad. not like get this under wrap? control your wife as horrible as that sounds this is not a good look for us yeah. okay this is really bad for me I, so I really felt bad for him <laughs> as the sensible friend Marin Cotard walking up with some. Clippers. <laughs> just like buzzing somebody's haircut. You I'm said like, we'd no. be together forever. <laughs> like back off. <laughs> this is not your job yeah. anymore. So I felt real bad for him because he's just like, I'm just trying to do my job. And then there's this crazy lady, but it's like my my friend and my coworkers. Mm-hmm. Like, dead wife that I don't want to be really insensitive about, but she's going to get us killed. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. their company that they were originally working for was really mad that they didn't do the job right. So they could have gotten him killed. Like the former architect who didn't make the rug right. Mm. Oh, yeah. Polyester. <laughs> Never use polyester. <laughs> rule of the, Guys, moral of the story. <laughs> don't use polyester. But don't use wool either. If you're making, that comes from a sheep. If you're making a, a body. fake <laughs> rug for a dream in a dream for a do heist. It, do it right. For a job. Don't use polyester if the rug isn't supposed to be polyester. People are going to be rubbing their faces and their baguettes in it. <laughs> in it? Oh, gross. In the rug. Make sure you get that vacuum cleaner just right. This podcast is not sponsored by Dyson. Definitely but, not. But it, could be, but it could be, and so could my business if they wanted to approach me. That'd be great. Thanks. Oh, man. Uh, what is a... So from Ellen Page's perspective, Wesley, what's her character up to? She has a really weird job interview. <laughs> yeah. Is she still in college? Red or? flags much? Yeah. He drugged her. Basically. <laughs> He's like, test. It wasn't even Tom Hardy. It was Leo, which is also like, hmm. 
I'm sorry. Maybe I'm glam shaming. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. <laughs> what else was she doing? Well, she was. She had a weird job interview. Wandered around in a dream. Made things explode. And then, and then like, she got mad because of what she saw. She got dream. stabbed by the by the by the dead yeah. wife. Yeah. Then she like goes into memories, and has that whole. Yeah, she has to see her boss's memories. Ooh. <laughs> like not again, fun. put this in your world. That would be terrible. <laughs> like, oh, you would be pissed. You would not take the job. Think. Okay, everyone, take a moment and think about your boss. <laughs> think about what kind of weird shame they might be hiding. What their guilty is most horrible memories. And then think about you getting stuck in an elevator. Watching it happen. Watching those memories Jesus. go down. So miserable. I don't want to know. Right. <laughs> no. Right. Like, I already know too much. Yeah. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't care. I don't really care who it is. Well, there are some people that I'd be really interested to know. Like, what's your deepest regret, Adolf? <laughs> I thought yeah, we were talking yeah, yeah. about our bosses. But. <laughs> well, I mean, he was somebody's boss. He was. Adolf was someone's boss. Not yes. yours. This is a whole Nazi different direction. Put Hitler in the cupboard. Oh no. Uh, I don't know. What? Well, no, I was also like, whose memory, whose regrets would I want to know about? That would be an interesting. That's a very one. introspective question that for this podcast. That would be like down the road. <laughs> Like, I'd have to do a lot of, like, watching regrets to be like, I think I'm ready for this. I don't think some of us, viewers, listeners, whatever, (coughs) would even want to see our own replayed regrets in an elevator, so... I do it every day. You should probably stop dreaming so much. (laughs) I never sleep anymore. (laughs) We had a discussion at Rob's birthday dinner. Um, someone made a joke about, I said something about food, and Luke was like, well, that's why your Twitter handle is about food, because my Twitter <laughs> handle is Peaches Gotta Eat. Oh, yeah, I forgot. And then I realized it. that my Instagram one is about how I can't sleep. I'm like, I'm really bad at basic functioning, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> life, like, hierarchy of uh, needs things. Yeah. Sleeping and eating are things that we need to do that I'm just really bad at. It's not that I don't eat, it's that I... My body is really mad about certain things that I eat, and I'm really, really bad at sleeping and dreaming without medication. We had this, like, inspirational talk from a coworker today during our meeting where we were were discussing, like, accountability and, like, all of this kind of stuff, and she straight up was like, as much as it is our job as your coworkers and our commitment to, like, hold you accountable to these, like, principles that we all uphold... It is your responsibility to eat and sleep and come in in a good mood. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's true. She was straight up just like, if you are not taking care of yourself on the most basic human level. How like, are we going to help you? Yes. And she yeah. was like, it is your job to need me as little as possible. <laughs> I as love much that as so much. it is my job to help you whenever you need me. But it should not be all day, I have to every feed day, you. again, the same thing. And I was like, so we all were like clapping. That's really amazing. That is really and cool. I was like, you're my favorite right now. But also, <laughs> sleeping is really hard. It's really hard. Maybe I should try rock climbing and then I'll fall. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Why does anyone else want to know how that just happened? <laughs> I was thinking about rock climbing earlier. I was like, what if, I was like, if I want to take up some kind of physical activity, it should be something that I would enjoy. Rock climbing. Rock climbing might be really fun and I'll build a lot of upper body strength, right? But then if I fall, is that kind of like getting kicked? And then, the, yeah, how do is, I know I'm dreaming like on a rock wall? on the back when you wanna, land on I don't want to dream about rock walls. That's the trouble. <laughs> That's true. You still might. 
I probably will tonight. I'm gonna dream about the contestants of The Bachelor yeah, on a rock wall and baguettes. Smacking baguettes. <laughs> That's gonna get real hot real quick though. Because oh, no. oh, no. baguettes are warm when they come out of the oven, guys. Oh my god. Obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah. So those are some of the characters. We also have. Who else is in this movie? Saito. Um, Ken Wanatabi? How do you say his name? Was that right? Oh, that sounds right, yeah. I apologize if yeah. that was incorrect. Yeah, man. Um, and he gets shot real early. So He's fair. just trying to go along to make sure that they did the inception right, right. And so that he can make the call to honor the accord and make Cobb's life better. Mm-hmm. But what did he... So he... So Killian's Murphy's empire was like his direct competition. Yes, and so he wanted Killian's empire to be broken up so that he didn't have the competition anymore, essentially. Okay. It was I a guess. lot to go through, but what, okay. Did we figure, what kind of industry are they working in? Did we figure that I'm, out? That may have been explained, but I probably wasn't paying attention. It's not this, that important. This most recent viewing, mm-hmm. seeing business, as I've seen it a million times. Business cheekbones. Business cheekbones okay. is all you need to know. That's, I was drooling at one point during the movie. <laughs> Literally drooling. It was like, I was super into it, and then realized my mouth was open. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh no. In her defense, it was like the most important emotional part of the movie. I think it's yeah. like when he's like seeing the pinwheel and his father's safe and uh, mm-hmm. feelings were happening. Like Christopher Nolan's movies are so sentimental and they're like pretty much over the top and like ex- like calm down. But <laughs> so am I. I am far too sentimental. I always have too many feelings. I need to calm down, but I can't. These chair wheels look like rollerblade wheels. Mm-hmm. I know, they're weird. Anyway. <laughs> I have a yeah. weird office chair. It looks like someone MacGyvered rollerblade wheels under her office chair. Can we take this to, like, Skate America? Yeah. <laughs> just roll around in it. <laughs> well, that was the one. most distracted sure. I've ever been on a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, hmm. <laughs> Feelings. Ooh. Rollerblade wheels. Yep. Um, yep. But I... Even though I know that they're, the movies are a little overwrought, I am. I am very That's overwrought. And so I love like them, them. <laughs> and I am not ashamed. I'm like, I don't care. It's fine. It's fine. You know, everybody. So most people either love Nolan's movies or they hate them so much. Yeah. I love them. And I love them, and it's cool. And I, you know, I hate I'm, a lot of other movies, so it balances out. I'm willing to give Dunkirk another shot after hearing this <laughs> giant missing piece of Maybe, like, read a Wikipedia article like... on what actually happened. <laughs> that might help, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I was just, like, super lost. I was like, this is real? This actually happened? That must have been really awful. It was really it awful. It must have been, like, the most boring thing they've done their whole lives. Wait. Isn't done stand around and the, wait um, and wait and uh the battle that they also do the really cool shot of in atonement oh the the like one the, the one shot at the beach isn't that the battle of dunkirk i'm not going to answer the question without knowing for sure because i, I will reveal sure. a very important detail <laughs> that when my phone just vibrates like a ski I don't want to reveal the fact that I haven't seen Atonement. It's okay. That's okay. It's an intense movie. I We read the book in college. I know that there's a green dress. There is. It's an intense moment also. Um. Yes, it is Dunkirk Beach. Okay, I thought it was. Oh. There's a very, like, it's a beautiful shot. They do, like, a whole, like, a ten minute one um, camera shot. It's not quite ten, but it's but a it's long, long time. It's one take. Yeah, it's yeah, a one, one take, take shot. All I did was Google those two words and it came up, so it must be oh, something. Atonement one take? <laughs> Atonement Dunkirk. Oh, yep, there it is. Yeah. Cool. That movie has 
Benedict Cumberbatch playing a sleazeball. Mm. He's real good at it. I was, gonna, I was about to say he's I, probably no, very rapey. good at it. Oh, he's so good After at it. seeing he's him play awful. a these days, he'd be wearing a polo. <laughs> Which will make sense next week. After seeing him being a real big jerk at the beginning of Doctor Strange, I could definitely see him excelling oh, at being a creep. Yeah, oh my it's, god, it's like no, that, he's like creepy and rapey and blonde, Ugh. and blonde and yeah. mustached. Yeah, mustachioed. Mm. Yeah, because it's World War Two. Period. I will so. recommend that people don't like listen and read what Christopher Nolan's opinions are on things because now he's just mouthing off against Netflix and like, bro, calm down. Netflix has created more magic than like, you I mean, can think about. It's probably on the same level of magic, but like, <laughs> magic such as stop being problematic, everybody who's cool. <laughs> it's God, a it's a epidemic. <laughs> Also, he's nominated for Best Director, but I will say uh, Jordan Peele needs to win. Oh, I really <laughs> want him to. I didn't even sure. see Get Out, and I really That's what want I'm saying. him to win. Like, Dude. I loved it's Dunkirk, even, but it's, Jordan Peele needs to win. So, it's technically a horror movie, but it's not anything right. close to the horror it's that we think about. extremely suspenseful. It's, like, <laughs> messed up. And, like, I... So I watched it while I was packing up my room. I was like, I need to have something that'll like keep me in this room for like hours. <laughs> Get out. Clearly, which keep you <laughs> in. I uh, Hannah heard me. Hannah. It was while I was packing up the apartment. I think Hannah was downstairs or out in another room, and she heard me for like two hours. Like, oh no! Oh my, oh no. God. Oh my god! You have to be kidding me! <laughs> No, no, no! And I was just scre- I like literally. Yeah. I just kept screaming, "Get out! Get out now! Get out!" And I was like, "That's why it has this title because yep. the whole movie, I'm like, get out, get out, get out! Oh no, 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 no! You cannot be here anymore!" And it's not because it's horrifying and scary looking. You're just like, this dude needs to get out of yeah, this situation. Yeah, you need to get out. Fast. I would be so anxious. So though. I'm not sure I could do it. Oh, it's so good. Artfully anxious. Oh, and it's beautiful the whole way through. Like, I was just a mess. I need to watch it again. I'm very excited to see it. Yeah, so even though I've just been praising how much I love this director Mm -hmm. in, like, five different movies, I don't think he needs this director nom, or, uh, win. No. He's he's doing just fine. Jordan Peele needs to take it and run. Yeah. Take it and go, man. Oh, He's already working on a new movie, isn't he? Good. Probably. I thought I read that he was. Also, was that his debut? Yeah. That would make me even happier. Yeah. I, that is so incredible. And it was, incredible. like, very, like, low budget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, it, like, here's a movie, guys. And it was amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, give him all the awards. I just want I just want to see him win that one. He was on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me this week. And he was talking about, he was like, well, fortunately, uh, he's like, well, my mom is white and my wife is white. And uh, I had to uh, ask their forgiveness a little bit. Yeah. Like, in this movie, he's like, this isn't about you. <laughs> this is not my repressed feelings about he's any like, of you. Y'all woke. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> this isn't about you. And he was like, no, but they, they loved it. They were really supportive. and they, But the host of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me was just like, so now that you've successfully made an indie movie, you're definitely getting the next Marvel movie, right? He's like, that seems to be how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, they haven't told me yet, but I, mean, I guess. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Hey, but then great. he answered Teletubby trivia. <laughs> Like, what's happening? Wow. He's like, I am Teletubby's number one fan, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it was so. Ugh. Get Out is so good, Wesley. You're missing out, <laughs> Wesley. Way better than Mother. Well, that's good because I really Cause didn't want to watch that awful. either. <laughs> mother was like super messed up, and then Get Out is messed up in a way that you're like, uh, I wanted that. Um, this is side note. Have either of you seen the trailer? I don't know what the movie's called, I forgot. 
where um, it's like a family of four and they're completely quiet. Yes, oh, I just saw the theater trailer. yesterday too. I, that's not. I'm like scary movies I don't are not think my I thing. Can do it. But oh my god, that trailer. Wesley, I believe in you. <laughs> I want. This you is the problem. Know how much I, I cover my eyes in movies I go to. I want to see it. I want to, but I don't I want do, to. Right? Just oh, it's John. Oh, Chris, it's John, John Krasinski. Krasinski yeah. yeah. And um, is it Emily Blunt? Yeah, I think so. Aren't they married in real life? Oh yeah. Maybe that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Also great. Yeah. Then I was like, but talk about like trailer excellence, like. Just the oh, complete silence. Lord. There's like one. They the in the trailer oh. I saw yesterday. They like say one thing to mm. each other. Oh my god! And like I'm like, mm. is that the entire dialogue of the movie? The editing of just and the pacing and oh my god! Like it made me feel sick. And Rob and I looked at each other after that, and he's like, yes. And I'm like, F- no. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sure I have it's great, but I was just like, oh. Like I'm intrigued. Um, Rob loves scary movies, scary books, and everything. And I have like a, a policy of one Stephen King novel per year mm-hmm. because yeah. I love them but I'm also like I gotta it's take it lot. slow right? yeah. and so I much. read Revival because <sighs> he said it scared him so bad and I'm like if it scared you I should Rob? walk away. Yes. I thought you meant Stephen King. No, it scared, like, oh, it scared Rob. King was scared. <laughs> that, oh, God. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Don't buy that. No, it Stephen, even scared Rob. Stephen King probably watched Get Out and was nervous. <laughs> I feel like he loved it. Like, I feel like I read that he loved it. Probably. It's so good. But, like, I was like, if it scared Rob, I should be running away from this book, right? Yeah. Right. But I was like, but I want to know. <laughs> and I read it, and I was like, why did you do this to yourself? I was playing Civilization Five on Steam, and now every time I play that game, I start getting like real freaked out because I'm just like. So it's the whole Katie and the having uh, to pee during. Yeah, the I'm rain. just like thinking about this totally different book. So that said, like I have this problem where I don't like scary movies, I don't like violent movies, but sometimes I'm intrigued by the way other people respond to them enough to be like, but I want to know. So the, the, si- the silent scary movie, whatever I forget what it's called. Uh, um, yeah, I forget what it's called. Is too. like I, I'm intrigued. I hope that it's not like. A bust because the trailer was so good. Oh, mm-hmm. right. What I've heard about oh, that movie, so they said that movie and um, Annihilation, the other new one that just came out, they said what's really cool about those is the monsters mm-hmm. because they are not, they, they're not anthropomorphic. A quiet place. A quiet, Sorry, place. A quiet place. Yeah, they're not anthropomorphic and they're not, they don't look like animals. Mm-hmm. Like, they look like other. Mm. And they said that's the thing that makes it feel really realistic and creepy. Is you don't have anything look, to identify it with. Right. They look unlike anything. And there's no explanation, and that's yeah. not okay. Yeah, the non-explanation is what always freaks Rob me Rob just saw Annihilation, and he was telling me, do not see it, because for my sake. Like, for me, do not see yeah. it. He loved it. Looks it looks beautiful, but I don't think I could, no. I just saw the trailer for it before my... The most recent showing of Black Panther that I saw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the second one this week. It's fine. We don't even talk about it. <laughs> Baguettes. And <laughs> that's the new password. Baguettes. It's better than pork swords, right? Yes. <laughs> wow, yeah. I'm going to say watched, baguettes is way better. We watched Juno recently. <laughs> yes. And that's a line. Um, and it's... Uh, yeah, I just saw the trailer for the first time and was like, I've heard... I heard a bunch of, like, white boys talking about, like, go to see Annihilation. And I was like, what? Okay. Thinking it sounds like something based off of a video game. Right. I saw the trailer and was like, ooh, whoa. I don't, (laughs) like. Again, I want to, but I don't want to. So when I see a trailer for, like, a horror, horror movie, Mm -hmm. I'm usually like, nope. 
good. Like when I watched the Itch trailer and I right. screamed loudly in the theater and yeah. everyone laughed and had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you about this? Yes, everyone was enjoying your horror. Yes, I, my my fright was, oh, oh God, no! And everyone thought it was great. If was I funny. was as like quick to vocalize my response to movies in theaters, I would be just yes. like you. It, I, no, yes. no way. So... Those things usually, but when I see trailers for things like A Quiet Place and Annihilation and like even Mother, which is super like crazy, I I'm usually like I don't want to put myself through it, but, but I think I, I want to. Yeah, yeah. I want to go on that emotional ride with myself yeah. and see where where I come out on the other end. Uh, so I might see it. I think I'd have to see it under very specific. I would need homeostasis. Tom Hardy's shoulders to. <laughs> Like curl into whoa to like handle the movie. Probably. This is a call out to Tom Hardy. We need hey, you Tom. for many things, but this or your dog. I or would your just, dog. Your dog is fine. I if I could just watch it with your like fluff with your floof, uh, that'd be fine. Your floof. <laughs> <laughs> floofy poof. Oh, he's so cute. His dog's as big as him. <laughs> There's been a lot of things I've had to Google during this episode, but now it's Tom Hardy's his, puppy. He took his dog to a red carpet premiere. Oh, oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. I forgot about dog, that. Dog, red carpet. Oh, I never forget. Okay. <laughs> Photos. Oh, this puppy's so happy to be a movie star. Oh, my gosh. He's <laughs> so proud. I think he's brought his mom before, too. Like, he never brings dates, and that's why that stupid guy interviewed right. him and was like, oh, why won't you tell anyone about oh my your gosh, sexual preference? Scarily skinny in that photo. I think I it was movie that was Mad for. Max. I feel like probably. It was Mad Max. Yeah. He brought his pup. Oh, the puppy. See, <laughs> yeah. You just people need to do that more often. Like Bring that just pets. needs to be <gasps> the thing that starts happening now. Oh my god, Bane would love being at a movie premiere. Yes, he would. Everybody would Bane be... the cat. Yeah, the cat. <laughs> oh yeah, not not, not, <laughs> not he Tom would, Hardy. He would Bane. love blowing up a movie premiere. He everyone would be like, "This cat." And I'm like, I know. <laughs> yeah, everyone needs to Google Tom Hardy dog red carpet. Oh, we'll definitely share uh, that on our we'll second photo. The dog is grinning like an idiot. Uh, I love it. It's precious. <laughs> so happy. He is there. like the best. Oh. What movie was that for? Oh, you guys. Legend. Okay, so the just so everyone movie. knows, the cast of A Quiet Place is seven people. Well, thing. two of them are newborn babies. Oh, that kind of well, stresses me out. Well, she's pregnant, and they have two <gasps> she's kids. Pregnant. Yeah. Oh, that stresses she's me. She's pregnant. Out. They have two kids. It's the two parents. I think the reason there's that... another third kid that like spoiler alert. Oh, sheesh. I think but, the reason ugh. that you want to see it is that John Krasinski has a beard. I mean, <laughs> that's a plus. <laughs> yes, but also. Ooh. Why is she in a bathtub? I can't. Oh, that's yeah, gonna freak me she's out. hiding. Anyway, so in go watch that trailer. Go watch Oof. Inception. Go see Christopher Nolan's things. feelings or expression of repressed feelings. <laughs> Whatever he's doing. <laughs> I Whatever don't know. Christopher he Nolan probably has some really serious issues. And just to go on the record, if some stupid crap comes out that he's been horrible to people, I'm going to kick him in the face because I can't <laughs> handle this. Don't ruin things for everyone. He's don't rock be... hard baguette to the face. <laughs> don't let a day old baguette. A day old baguette. <laughs> you ain't gonna even get a gonna be so mad that he is such an asshole. I know, he every... turns out to be an asshole. Uh, I hope time, he's not. But this is the fear that we're living in now. Is that every time I'm like, I love that actor. I'm like, ooh, do I want to say that publicly? But is he gonna? Yeah. Does he? Did he do something terrible twenty years ago? 
that someone's been paid to keep quiet. Hope not. Here's hoping, ladies and gentlemen. God, yeah, very frustrating and horrible for anyone who had to deal with it. Harvey Weinstein, who's going bankrupt. Yes. (laughs) Bummer. Morally and financially. Uh, He's been morally bankrupt (laughs) for decades. Maybe he was, maybe he's born this way. I don't think we want to get into that moral argument. No, I don't. I really don't. That's like Calvinism and stuff. I don't know if we want to go there. Let's talk about Calvinism. That's complicated. Let's talk about tulips. That was a Tom weird... Hardy's lips? It was like a super weird Christian joke, everybody. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like a weird theology joke for Katie. <laughs> that could be a new segment. Uh, <laughs> jokes with Katie. We do, we do get into some theology talk oh, on the next episode. So. What's the next episode that you've already recorded? Dear John. Okay, oh, yes. Man. Channing Tatum's mouth acting is very real. It's true. Yes. Um... So here's the question that you I know got, everyone wants us to answer. You got we're so seriously... North Dakota for a minute there. <laughs> so here's the question. So, so here's the earth. <laughs> Dang, that is a sweet earth. Did you see that they made a new... I screamed. Also, it's not I... as good, but... No, it, but, but it, you know, the fact that anyone else in the world remembered the video that I quote <laughs> oh. on a daily basis made me very happy. I also yes. found out that one of my clients that we both know also knew that, and I was so excited that I had that moment. Anyway, <laughs> she'll be on the podcast. She wants to talk about Monsters Inc. Nice, that's awesome. Um. Anyways, the mm, what? Oh, the question <laughs> that I know everyone will specifically want us to answer <laughs> is: at the end, is he in a dream oh, right. or not? Which is the dumbest question. But it's the question. This is what I said earlier that if I'm on a date with a guy and we talk about Inception, because it does come up more often than maybe most people. <laughs> I'm just like, because, oh, you know, I talk about anything. And he's always like, oh, yeah, was he in a dream? And I'm like, you can't talk to me smartly. <laughs> Obviously. Here's my <laughs> first thought. this is your only yeah. thought about the movie. Like, that you There's so all, many you other so things much. you could. You yeah. miss the numbers. If, 528491. If you're in the state where you can. Stop sobbing and have yes. the presence of mind to ask that question. You did not fully experience that with me. No. Yeah, because <laughs> it, it too many feelings. Also, if you go back and look, my response is if you At go all back, of the footage, every footage of Dream Top, <laughs> Dream Top, Dream Totem, whatever, it doesn't wobble. Nope. in the dream, never wobbles, never wavers, never wibbles. Also, if you ever looked at a top in real life. They wobble like crazy mm-hmm. unless you're a robot. <laughs> like, it's yeah. really hard to get it to spin for more than a very, like, unless you're like, this is your job somehow. <laughs> dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. Yeah, it's really hard to get it to spin without a little bit of wobble at some point, mm-hmm. unless you're like unless... in an artificial world. Right. So um, I'm going to say it was reality. Super reality on my part. Also, it would get so confusing if it wasn't. Like, how many levels did we go? And, like, what is, why are we, why did we do a heist in a dream of this magnitude? Right. Like, what is going on in the outside? That, whew. And then also. Where is that? How? I bet that is in, if that was the case, it would be contained within the horrible time dilation that happens in Interstellar. Those like thirty years that they lose. That's yeah. where it is. Uh, Limbo is in a black hole. Probably. I want to know what the arguments are for it being a dream because I'm like, well, there aren't any. There's nothing to. In, my initial thought is that there's nothing to indicate IRL 
that <laughs> like this is a dream and all of the subconscious aren't like attack and I was like wait they had like they had chases in where, where the Mombasa mm-hmm. I was gonna yeah. say something different and I don't know yeah. what word I was gonna I was like Mufasa <laughs> Benghazi where am I Mufasa um, like, I was like oh well they did have car chases there and mm-hmm. they did have all of these mm-hmm. things going on but I'm like but but also did, like did they dream up Ellen Page like I mean, you know I wouldn't I mean? be shocked if somebody dreamed up Ellen Page because she's great. Because she's a dream. But, yes. I remember when it came out and people were arguing about that and someone pointed out, like, he walks away, he doesn't care, it doesn't matter. And I'm like, yes! Thank yeah. you! And he spins it and then it's like, Oh, I have my children. Matter. I'm going to ignore whether this is real or a dream. I'm just mm-hmm. going like, to experience it. And I'm like, okay, I can go relevant. Yeah. It's one of those questions that people ask and I'm like, mm, I have a lot of reasons to believe that it's real that he's back in reality mm-hmm. there's a song there um it's <laughs> a funny song that I'm, gonna, I'm like restraining myself <laughs> it's an eminem song oh well that I'm might be hard to edit out no i don't listen to eminem snap back to reality oh there goes gravity oh. there we go um it's good I was like, that was it. actually a like usable eminem lyric <laughs> mom spaghetti <laughs> I mean, also, if someone brought that up, I'd be like, don't you care how Killian Murphy's day went? Yeah. Like, I want to know what happens with him later. Like, how? Can, I want to know about all that paperwork. I'm not pro-sequel. Ever. No, no, ever. no, no. But no, no, no. if you want to just completely ignore all of the characters except Killian Murphy's character, and then he, like, has a mini-series about splitting up his father's business, I'm sure you could find a way to make that interesting. Even if a different director, let's just get Killian Murphy more work. Thank he you. He shows up on Better Call Saul. It's great. <laughs> New client. This guy, I, I had an idea. I really just need him to be at a show that is less stressful than Peaky Blinders because my heart is not going to be able to take it anymore. <laughs> I have one episode left of this current season and I haven't been in a right frame of mind where I could sit down and watch it because I'm too stressed about it. We don't sleep or eat enough for that kind of stress, Victoria. No, I, I don't watch TV a lot and then when I do, I don't need to be stressed. Nope. No. So. Sure don't. So, there's one other question that yes. we have to ask okay. that everyone is going to want to know the answer to. Yes, I'm ready. And that is, how many Channing Tatums do you give this movie? What's the scale? And Anything what? you want. Anything you want. Whatever you want, and it can mean whatever you oh, want. Good. Yep. I give it zero because Killian Murphy is far <laughs> superior to Channing Tatum, and I don't care about Channing Tatum. Well, uh, you heard that here, folks. Victoria gave her favorite movie a zero. <laughs> also, the how o- many Killian Murphys would you give this movie? How many can I have? As many as you, want. as you want. No, I really mean how many Killian Murphys can I have? Jeff gave um, something several like kimonos, so yeah, you can <laughs> sleeveless kimonos. You can do whatever sleeveless you want. Kimonos. I'd say 10 out of 10 Killian Murphys, um, because it is definitely my top 10 out of 10 would we'll kill again. Wow. <laughs> Killian again. But on a Channing Tatum <laughs> scale, I will say that the only Channing Tatum that I care about is the random reference to it in your intro. <laughs> That's the only time that I've been like, yes, that was a good, a good time that to include good Tatum. Channing Tatum. Good. That was a good moment. So good that. job, Bob. Thank you for that. One time I good appreciated job. him. <laughs> Channing, you can thank Bob for the success of your career. Channing. Uh, I, uh, 
I have to think about how many Tatums this is getting. <laughs> Can Channing Tatum be my totem? <laughs> how would you know, know that if he's real versus dream Channing Tatum? It'll be an action figure. <laughs> Okay. Oh, by the way, I'm definitely buying the Lando action figure from of the new Star Wars. Of course you are. Because yeah. I just need him in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put him on the dashboard in a hula skirt. <laughs> <laughs> Please do that. that Please. You know, the thing about the totem is it has to be unique. That would be a way to make the Lando figurine unique. It would have a hula skirt. Only mine has a hula skirt. <laughs> I would be hesitant to give any movie a 10 out of 10 so quickly, except um, when I think of my top favorite movies... This one's always up there, and, like, why wouldn't I? So Yeah. So that's that's, that's why. Good. It is not perfect, but it is perfect. Ah, as Whoa. good as we're going to get. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> Do not post that photo. <laughs> Katie just blinded me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, now we have to post that photo because it's ridiculous. I hope there aren't, like, what in There's the world? Please save Instagram it. the podcast recording <laughs> I'm sorry, this, we almost ended the podcast and it dissolved into chaos. Katie took a flash photo in the dark. In the, in the blanket for it. And I wasn't ready. No. And I screamed and I'm really sorry for your ears. I'm sorry. Yeah, I can see where that happened. You can see it on the monitor. It's not good. Well, I'm going to give this movie six Tatums because Tom Hardy. Yes. And he's adjacent. <laughs> Channing Tatum. That works. So, uh, I'm gonna give this. Oh, hold on. That's a really messed up scale y'all are using. It's hold not on. a scale. It's fine. Ten. Ten. She's doing math. Hold on. Twenty. <laughs> Thirty. Forty. She's counting by ten. We're gonna give it forty-five Tatums. Okay. That's okay. ten for uh. Uh, Tom Hardy and Killian Murphy and Ellen Page and Joseph Gordon-Levitt and five for Leo. Because he did a good job and we he don't did. hate him. Good job. A lot. But it didn't win him his Oscar. And I, the movie that did win him his Oscar was like... Uh, Which movie was that? The Revenant. Oh, I oh, not see that. It was rough. I heard. However, did I tell you... Did it, I don't think we talked about this on the podcast at all. This is my favorite thing about The Revenant that happened is that during some of the pre-screenings, they were monitoring the audience's heart rate. Oh, I heard about this, yeah. During the movie to, like, figure out, like, what people's fight-or-flight response would be just witnessing this movie. I mean, mine's out the door. Yeah, there were three specific scenes. There was, like, the thing with the bear, Mm -hmm. something else I don't really remember. And then um, they do almost one of those one-take fight scenes between Mm -hmm. Leo and Tom Hardy at the end. Like, it was minutes of me just, like, yeah. Oh, 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 no, no, no. Like, it was incredible. So totally, uh, won him an... I was like, it won him an Oscar. He really just was very cold and, like, awful for, like, months out in Canada. So I'm right. like, oh, that yeah. really sucks. Did you get it? Because they were like, we feel really bad that you <laughs> kind did of, this. Yeah. And we're not going to give you an award for torturing yourself for weeks. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so uh, 45 Tatums. Okay. <laughs> Out of 50. Yeah, because you have five for Leo. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do remember being like, I don't think I hate Leonardo DiCaprio as much now. I don't know why <laughs> I ever did, but I think I was just annoyed with him. Probably. Because, I mean, he's been on our TV since he was like 10. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, burn. <laughs> like, yes. wow, stop. But, I mean, he was, he was not distracting. I would <laughs> say an interstellar. 
there are moments where certain cast members are more distracting and irritating than Leo was in Inception. Why would you say that? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a specific moment where I start yelling, like, will you just move on so we can have a plot? Thank you. Great. Thank you. So you are um, advised for future episodes, if you need me, to pick a movie that I can hate on because i feel like <laughs> i'm just do. like christopher nolan's great because that's that, that's a lot although I'm we sorry. do need to have you on for um down with love yes mm, mm-hmm. because i can quote the entire me- movie because it's wonderful and Troy and i will do an uh, and the blooper reel a live reading oh i quote the blooper reel as oh, much as i quote the movie fantastic. because it is excellent better blooper reels out there is it's there one of them is there a blooper reel for inception there should be I don't think there is. I guess we'll check the DVD. I feel like there isn't. Why don't we have blooper reels? Actors are not perfect. I know. Why are there not more blooper reels? I don't know. Why are those not on Netflix? Oh, that's a good idea. The seriousness of the movie. I don't know. (laughs) This is good. Is everybody ready? Yeah. You ready for your NPR wrap-up? I was like, what are we doing? I got real nervous. (laughs) Sultry exodus. Hi, everyone. You have to incept people seriously. I don't know how they made that movie seriously. If you found any of this remotely tantalizing, check us out on Twitter. (laughs) And Instagram. At Viewing Party Pod. You can also check out our website. We'll have photos of Tom Hardy's dog there for you. That's Viewing Party Pod. Dot com. If you'd like to hear more from me. Because <laughs> we all want to. Because I don't talk enough. <laughs> if you want to <laughs> listen to a podcast where I actually listen to people <laughs> and stay awake, <laughs> you can check out my other podcast, Columbus Cares, where we tell the stories of Columbus's nonprofits. Also, Coming to a Columbus, Ohio near you is the Columbus Podcast Festival. Check us out online at columbuspodcastfestival.com. Also check out our Facebook for updates. And don't wake up. It's going to be good. <laughs> it's going to be real good. <laughs> oh, okay. If that idea is not firmly in your mind... <laughs> Now, there's nothing else we can do. Oh, Lord. Uh, so, in conclusion, I'm Katie. I'm Wesley. And I'm Victoria. And this has been... Viewing Party! Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> You're in something oh skills, though. <laughs>